Hello and welcome to the Betches Sup Podcast. I'm Elise Morales. I'm Sammy Fishbein. And for those of you who are just tuning in, the Betches Sup Podcast is your weekly rundown of all the crazy shit that's happened in the news, explained by your two funniest friends, which is us. Of course it is. Today we're going to be giving you a State of the Union recap, including fact checks, Mm -hmm. an update on the shit show that is Virginia right now, and just a general update on the investigations. Well, let's get into it. Betches Media presents. I like beer. I don't know if you do. Okay. you like beer, Senator, or not? Uh, my party is going bat crazy. <laughs> You're the pop- Alternative facts. Oh, goodness. The Betches Sup Podcast. America! Love that intro, don't you? Yep. I love it. Uh, guys, I want to apologize just like right off the bat. I am coming back from a cold. I am currently eating a lozenge. I'm going to try to sniffle away from the mic and whatever but if you catch a couple or i sound like froggy that's just how it is right now yeah the weather's been crazy and and now i'm sick well it's freezing it's below zero one day and 45 degrees the next day exactly like actually like that is actually how the weather has been swinging in new york and my body was just like we don't I can't tell where you are, so you have to stay home. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Elisa's voice is just the latest casualty of climate mm-hmm. change. It's it's true. We need a Green New Deal to save my voice. <laughs> uh, yeah, there's also climate news that I didn't put in this uh, outline, but maybe we'll get to it if we have time at the yeah. end. Yeah, okay. maybe. Um, Sammy, what's been getting you through this week in Trump's America? Well, now that the government is back up and running. Wow. It's been a while. Um, That means it's time for my personal favorite thing to start proceeding, which is the investigations into Donald Trump's entire life. (laughs) I love that it is truly his entire life. Right. Well, okay. So he he's complaining that we're going that, you know, Adam Schiff is going into his life. I'll get into the facts in like about a second, but he's complaining about that. It's like, okay, well, if you don't want him looking into your whole life, maybe don't live a life of crime. Maybe have (laughs) one legitimate business ever. He's like, wow, all I did was commit crimes for years. And now there's an investigation into my life. Right. And here's the thing. So they're calling it like an MRI of his finances. But that would be unnecessary if you only had one part that was that was illicit. Like if it was only like your hand, you're only going to get an MRI on your hand. Yeah, exactly. But because it's your whole body, all the, your companies and whatever, yeah. you have to go into the full machine. Yeah, it's like this whole thing is sick. Yeah. <laughs> it has metastasized yeah, exactly. everywhere. His crimes have metastasized. Yeah. So, ta- um, so yes. Okay. So basically what's happening is Adam Schiff, who is now the chairman of the the House Oversight Committee or the yeah. Senate o- uh, Intelligence Committee. The Senate think. Intelligence. No House. He's a he's no. a rep. He is. Yes. Okay. It's House Intelligence Committee that and the House has the power to investigate. You're things. right. You're right. Mm-hmm. I love how we come with all the facts yes. and between us we have the correct. Thing. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. So he basically stated that he is. opening and expanding the investigation into Trump's finances, particularly how they pertain to his policies. So for example, why did he, is he looking into taking off sanctions, taking sanctions off of Russia because he will benefit personally. What I thought was especially interesting was that he said that this investigation will not stop. It will also include members of Congress who may have impeded past investigations. So that whole first two years of his administration when Devin Nunes was like scurrying back and forth between yeah. the White House and, and the and the Congress being like, they're going to investigate you. Hide your shit. 
Yeah, that, that, that whole statement is just a subtweet of Devin Nunes. Yeah. It's like, hey, buddy, we haven't forgotten that when you had this job, you basically like sold it out completely and were a. Uh, God, I hate Devin Nunes. (laughs) I know. He's definitely up for worst person in Congress. So this is Adam Schiff's statement. The president's actions and posture towards Russia during the campaign transition and administration have only heightened fears of foreign financial or other leverage over President Trump and underscore the need to determine whether he or those in his administration have acted in service of foreign interests since taking office. I feel like we don't talk enough about just how crazy it is that an investigation even exists into whether the president is compromised by foreign interests. Like just the fact that that scandal even exists is insane. Right. It's almost too big for like and the Russians who are like yeah. our age old enemy. Right. They are like the the yeah. enemy of the 19th century. Right. Although they were our allies, but for like, a little bit, but like, yeah. you know, they're 20th like 20th century. Sorry. They, they were our big bad yeah. <laughs> for yeah. so long. Literally like our parents would have bomb drills in school where they had to hide under desks they were the bad guy in every movie yeah (laughs) the premise of rocky is like (laughs) haven't you seen james bond yeah like and also like you would think that a president who watches so much tv would have that like in his awareness right you would also think like the baby boomer president would be the one who was like not gonna fuck with russia at all and would be like uh, like an unnecessarily hostile toward them but in fact well he's in cahoots he is quite in cahoots i mean he's deeply financially compromised and let's just okay so how do you think he reacted i love his reaction actually you can read it okay so um, first he told reporters he was doing a press conference to announce his pick to lead the World Bank. But then he gets in. He's like, he can't just do an announcement normally and leave. So he gets into Adam Schiff, who he once called little Adam shit. Uh, he has no basis to do that. He's just a political hack who's been trying to build a name for himself. Very funny to say about the like chairman of the House Intelligence Committee. Um but then again, it was once Devin Nunes, who is a political hack, who was just trying to build a name for himself. So. <laughs> right, I know. So not insane. Uh, and then he said, it's just presidential harassment and it's unfortunate. It really does hurt our country. And then today he tweeted. So now Congressman Adam Schiff announces, after having found zero Russian collusion, that he's going to be looking into every aspect of my life, both financial and personal, even though there's no reason to be doing so. Never happened before. Unlimited presidential harassment. The Dems and their committees are going nuts. The Republicans never did this to President Obama. There would be no time left to run government. I hear other committee heads will do the same thing, even stealing people who work at White House. We, even stealing people who work at White House. A conti- continuation of witch hunt. And then he just tweeted. Wait, wait, wait. Can, we just, can we just go back to one small part of yes. that sentence where he says there would be no time left to run government. This is after he just prevented there being a government government for like 35 days over a lego project a lego project (laughs) accurate so yeah like now you're suddenly worried about not having time to run government exactly what are so then he tweeted about some other things he tweeted about virginia which we will get into uh and then he just goes presidential harassment it should never be allowed to happen again look he's trying to start a new brand and when you start a new brand Mm -hmm. you have to repeat the same message over 
over and over again like lady gaga there's 100 people in the room now trump has his presidential harassment (laughs) i love the concept of presidential harassment like that it's in some way different from regular harassment (laughs) and worse (laughs) or like that looking into what the president is doing is harassment Right, well, because he's not going to be like, yeah, you're right. You should probably look into that because I am a criminal for a lifelong journey of criminality. Like, he's not going to be like, yeah, keep, keep doing it also like who wouldn't be nervous about someone anyone yeah. going into all financial and personal aspects of their life <laughs> and even he, if you're like innocent yeah. or didn't really do anything wrong you'd still be like fuck <laughs> yeah like oh my god what if i did do something wrong right but i mean also trump has done so many things wrong his business <laughs> is built yeah okay a this life of crime you said it crime. like this is what's like there is to understand about him like he is basically the only reason he's not technically in the mafia is because he's a white protestant yes other ethnicities when they do what he did they're known as organized crime so you have <laughs> yeah, they're, they're in a mafia <laughs> so they're the mafia they're a gang if they're black and you're racist and you want to call it like yes. based on their yes. thing what else so if you're italian it's the mafia if There's you're also Jewish, russian mafia right if we're russian if you're jewish you're in the illuminati like <laughs> exactly and i want you guys to know these are not like it, our professional opinions about all people <laughs> like, oh no no i'm just no. saying like like he's only allowed to get away with this because he is a white protestant man yeah if he were from any other ethnicity it would be he would be part of the organized crime of or like like alleged organized with his group right. yes exactly. i get what you're saying you got yeah exactly yes. it's not I'm not saying that actually yeah. those people are, are but i'm saying like in he just crime. happened to be white so <laughs> yeah his is allowed yeah i mean yes like, white collar crime is just organized crime but yes. legal yeah but like not legal, legal but, but it's like it's not, not considered pursued. yeah exactly it's not it's given its own special like thing right and you get like a cushy cell where you can like work from home five days a week jeffrey yeah. epstein exactly <laughs> exactly like oh god but now with these new investigations we have something to look at yeah and okay they also subpoenaed documents from his inaugural committee because he like sold out his fucking hotel for that weekend i know to like saudi arabia and then sarah sanders was like the investigation into the inaugural committee has nothing to do with the white house because that's like her line and it's just like wait i'm so sorry (laughs) how can you possibly say well, it obviously, has nothing to do with the, White the House. inaugural committee was doing everything before the inauguration. And then once they're in the White House, they're no, no. longer exist because he was already inaugurated. <laughs> Duh. It's like, oh, my God. You guys Don't are you really guys know how inauguration works. Ugh. President Trump has had the best inauguration ever. ever. <laughs> the most people uh, never forget that day. Yeah. Never forget. So Sean first day of work. What is getting- <laughs> at what's getting you through the week in Trump's America? Okay. How do I even? So first of all, I just want to say for anyone who doesn't know that I am from Virginia. (laughs) I am a Virginian. I went to school in Virginia. My parents currently reside in Virginia. When I go home for the weekend, Virginia's where I go. Oh, my. So a lawless um, jungle. So my state has been embroiled in true chaos for the past week. I'm going to do just a rundown of all of it. So first, we've got Governor Ralph Northam, a Democrat who ran on a on a platform of being not racist. Um, 
He's still refusing to resign after his medical school yearbook, which included photos of two men, himself likely one of them, dressed in racist outfits. Uh, One of them was dressed as a Klan member. The other person was in blackface. I love how you call it racist racist outfits. outfits. (laughs) Um, Just like a racist outfit, like a racist look. (laughs) Um, He initially was like, yeah, it was me. Then he took it back and was like, it wasn't me, but I did do blackface from Michael Jackson dance competition, which then in that same press conference, he was like, I could moonwalk. And someone in the crowd was like, can you still moonwalk? And his wife had to be like, no, don't. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. That's just like where we're at, where we're at right now. Exactly. It was almost a moonwalk at a press conference about someone dressed as a Klan member. Yeah. So that's what's happening. (laughs) Behind every great man is a great woman telling him not to moonwalk. (laughs) Telling him it's inappropriate to moonwalk at this moment. Um, (laughs) Why else get married if not to have, to have, you know, someone to tell you, Hey, you know what? A moonwalk is actually not the vibe at this time. I know you worked really hard on it and you probably really wanted to show off. You were hoping to be to go viral, to mm-hmm. become a meme, but you know what? You're already a meme, bro. Yeah. <laughs> I was texting my friend Mamadou about this and he was like, honestly, I kind of wish that he had just stood up and broke out into the cleanest moonwalk since Jaden Smith 2017. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, yes. I mean, I wouldn't have been upset. Like, I, I would have been happy. I would have been like, well, this... Of course this is happening. Of course he moonwalked. But he didn't moonwalk, unfortunately. So if Ralph Northam were to resign, who's the next in line? Well, that's Lieutenant Governor Justin Fairfax, who... Today, a woman by the name of Dr. Vanessa Tyson, who is a professor at Scripps College in California, identified herself as the woman who accused Fairfax of sexually assaulting her at the DNC in 2004. She put out um, a whole statement like detailing the entire thing. I'm not going to read it all because it might be triggering to some people. But basically what she says is that uh, what began as consensual kissing quickly turned into a sexual assault. Um, that sounds like usually a what goes on. Yeah. And and if you read the more details about her account, it reads like something you're like, oh, this happened. Like this right. happens. I mean, uh, most again, most women don't come forward for the fame and fortune exactly. that is showered upon them when they accuse a man in power. Yes. Of assaulting and she them. was she didn't even like this. This didn't come out because she came forward about it. It came out because she had referenced it vaguely before. And the conservative like blog that originally published the Northam stuff found that resurfaced it. Her name was initially not attached to it, but then she came out now. And at the time she had gone to the Washington post, but the Washington post was not able to find enough corroborating evidence for or against like on either side. So they didn't publish the allegation then. So she has come forward. Um, Fairfax calls the allegation a smear, and that well that's how he originally had talked about it but tyson is a proud democrat so it's like why you know what i mean right like it's shady this conservative blog it's like uh it makes it kind of shady but at the same time like she's coming forward with it she's a democrat what like I, she, she? Ima- I imagine she wants she probably wants virginia to stay blue but like she's not with this guy at right. the helm so um but he also said that dr tyson should be treated with respect okay so that's second in line who's third in line that's attorney general mark herring who just came out today and or came out yesterday and admitted that he did blackface at a party at uva in the 80s so <laughs> so the three top democrats all three have scandals now that 
preclude them from assuming the governorship, basically. So then if all three resign or if all, yeah, if all three like resign, I guess, then Kirk Cox, the Republican speaker of the House of Delegates in Virginia becomes governor. And the reason that Republicans are in charge of the House of Delegates is because it was like down to one vote and there was a tied race. You guys might remember this story. And it was like a fully tied race and they had to do draw names out of a bowl and the Republican won. So it came down to basically a coin toss that kept that like kept Republicans in power in the Virginia House of Delegates. And now they might get the governorship because every single person before them is fully disgraced. (laughs) It sounds like Virginia is having a bit of an adolescence right now. Yeah. And it's just, it's funny. I saw a tweet that was like, congratulations to Virginia on becoming the new Florida. And I feel like people are coming out of the woodwork to be like, wow, I didn't realize Virginia was so bad. And as someone who grew up in Virginia, let me say that, I think that a lot of this would be put into context with people if they understood truly how many streets are named after Robert E. Lee in Virginia, just Uh. the sheer number. For me to get to school, I had to take Lee Jackson Memorial Highway. Uh, There's Stonewall Jackson Memorial Highway. There's just Lee Highway. So (laughs) first of all, another thing. So they're like a little obsessed. Yeah. I mean, Virginia is obsessed with robert ely you learn is in, he, he's from there yes okay so is george washington but they're way more obsessed with Robert <laughs> Ely by many miles washington and jefferson and like virginia loves them but and they don't robert talk about e. jefferson right jefferson well, too i mean if you're in charlottesville you're talking about jefferson but robert ely is the dude also any this is a, okay so one thing that you learn in virginia public schools also is that the party line is that robert ely didn't like slavery he actually hated it but he just loved virginia so much that he couldn't like fight against virginia and i'm like okay well no side was no one made you be the general exactly and also the union wasn't saying that virginia shouldn't exist no (laughs) there was actually a way for you to fight for virginia to keep existing and for there to not be slaves and it was called the union army (laughs) right you could just be part of that yeah you could literally just be part of that but so there's that. Also, um, any statue of Robert E. Lee in Virginia, his back is facing north because he would never turn his back on the south. It's crazy there. Oh, like, my God. <laughs> Virginia's turned blue in recent years, and it's the only southern state that didn't go for Trump. And, like, the nor- northern Virginia where I'm from is really progressive. But, like, it was the capital of the Confederacy. And, like, there's some shit there that is obvious, clearly coming out now. Yeah, it's like... it's just like a, a little cockroaches under the the situation i don't know yeah. what this analogy i'm trying to make is but <laughs> yeah here's, here's what like freaks me out about this situation is that like fully on sunday sat this past weekend i was like oh ralph northam like get out like yeah. obviously you should resign then this happened and there's okay maybe maybe the real thing that's that this is showing is that the power structure of the country is run by people who are deeply racist and sexist yeah. like all the way back like through their history and like even though times have changed this is still the structure yeah. that's in place like you know what might have stopped this from happening having one woman of color in this line of succession right at all right exactly <laughs> like, right like that yeah. might have put a stop on the racist and sexist abuse that right. was happening 
but the thing that the thing that kind of is like really bothersome is that yeah like i think and i think most democrats would ideally like all three of them to resign but here's here's what will happen if that happens first of all the republicans if this were them none of them would ever even no. have the word resign leave their mouth no that's number one they would never even think about about resigning but they also would like stand for this and like defend it and but the Democrats like aren't like that. Obviously, they kind of feel like, oh, we have to like do the right thing and stand up for our morals. But if they do that, then a Republican is going to be in power, and yeah. then they're going to disenfranchise Black voters today. And like, also, that's the that's the distinction is like, okay, so these people can stay and not really necessarily like, stand up for what they like, for yeah. what is I guess like a liberal ideal. But is that better or worse? Given know. like the effect it'll have on the way. I, what I think about is really voting. Like, yeah. obviously the Republican is going to try to eat away at black voting rights. So like, what's the benefit of having someone who wore blackface in the eighties resign yeah. if you're then going to literally turn around and disenfranchise black voters in 2019? It just sucks that all of these men ran for office with these things in their, like knowing that they had these things in their past or just like not even thinking about them. And then basically if they all resign, which I, you know, morally feel that they should. But then again, it's like the will of the voters, which was to have Democrats in power, is then completely subverted by this because the three Democrats they elected, unbeknownst to them, have these horrific skeletons in their closet that their team should have figured out before even getting their names on the ballot. So it's just like, <laughs> I mean, it's just incredibly fucked on every single level and it's really bad because virginia does off-year elections and they're trying democrats were hoping to try to retake the house of delegates this year like in this upcoming because they do like special elections there and so it's like it really just makes the democratic party in virginia like it weakens it by so much i mean this is on such a level so embarrassing i personally think ralph northam's just not going to resign Right, which kind of solves the problem. I yeah, but it's like, and then it's, but then it's it like they're solve just like it, the bigger, bigger problem, problem, but it solves the political problem. It's like, I mean, but it it just sucks. I mean, they're they're definitely going to have damaged the Democratic Party, whether or not Virginians decide. Okay, these are three three bad apples. <laughs> right, but you could get a, for the next election. You could get like women, like minorities, yeah. who can run, and that sort of I think. Yes. Yeah. You know what Justin you know, Fairfax did? What? He retained Brett Kavanaugh's law firm. Great look. Yeah, really good. What was his law firm? I, I, I don't know. But Great whatever luck. law firm Brett Kavanaugh used when he had, you know, Christine Blasey Ford allegations came out, Justin Fairfax has now retained that law firm. And I'm just like, Well, they are really? the best. They did get someone on the Supreme Court. I know, but I'm just like, really? Yeah, I know. Like that, like that's like that is so shady to me more than like anything else. And I'm like, you're going to really take the Kavanaugh law firm. Like that's what you're going to do. So my home state is in a crisis. Another thing that I just want to say about Virginia is it is the number one state in the union for vanity plates. And I think that <laughs> if we had paid more attention to that, we might've seen that there's something going wrong. Right. In the <laughs> psychology of Virginia. Yeah, exactly. Something's going on in Virginia. Everyone feels like they need to have their own license plate that like says something like they're putting racist How shit many in the license, license plates I'm do you think sure. there are? Probably a billion. Many. Like every L33. Yeah. Like it's, I'm, I'm truly sure there's many. One time I met this guy 
who like he had a beautiful dog and I was like I don't pet like every dog but like this dog was beautiful so I was like I'm gonna pet this dog and I go to pet it and I'm like what's the dog's name and he's like Jefferson Davis Ugh. Jefferson Davis was the president of the confederacy and I'm just like okay cool and then I start like leaving and he's like do you know who that is and I'm like <laughs> Please like, stop yeah, talking that's why to me. I'm leaving. Yeah, I'm like, please stop talking to me. Like, I'm so mad that you put this on this dog. Like, yeah. Why, why bring dog. a dog into this? A dog doesn't even know yeah. this history. Yeah. <laughs> like, how dare you? So messed up. So anyways, shit's, shit's crazy in Virginia. And uh, just, wow. wow. Okay, let's get into the State of the Union. Yeah. There was a lot that happened. Yeah. I mean, the, uh, okay, so let's just quickly go through the good parts yes the women in white the way yeah they all first of all looked it great. looked great looked it amazing. was very striking they wore white because suffragettes were white but i was like and also it's just a look it's a look like, yeah like you guys look amazing yeah. i know they all aoc look- wore the cape that's also a blazer come on that picture is like iconic i know yeah Ugh. it's like they're they're marrying democracy that's true it did look like they were marrying democracy um and there was that moment i feel like the most talked about moment is the one where the clap yeah he oh i was gonna say it's that and the clap but when he shouted out like we have more women were in the workforce and then they all stood up he couldn't have predicted that he donald trump like lives in his own head yeah exactly he can't predict what other people are doing and he like kind of played off the I moment. I think he liked it. Yeah, I think... He's I like, they're clapping under- for me. Yeah, I don't <laughs> think no, they're understood. not, Donald. I don't think that he... I think when he's at the podium and people are making noises, he's just like, they're clapping for me. Like, he doesn't really... I don't think he has the ability to, like, process what's happening. Even the Nancy Pelosi clap. He thought that that was like... Yeah, you could see on his yeah. face, he was like, she's into me. <laughs> <laughs> such an idiot no dude yeah no. her clap was like was like oh good job toddler you walked yeah yeah exactly <laughs> i mean it was just nancy was great the whole time the, um, the fact that she was like looking at her papers as if she was too busy yeah exactly i was like did she print out some articles she's been meaning to read and it just be like, like this is gonna get boring so i need to bring some literature i felt <laughs> like she was reading ahead yeah i that makes a lot more sense to me that yeah. it was the speech and she was like yeah. i need to look at what he's gonna say next because he's like gone right. rogue or whatever <laughs> But I, in my mind, I was like, she's printed out some Betches articles. She wants to read them. <laughs> she wants to read about the candidates. Guys, exactly. we have candidate breakdowns on Betches.com mm-hmm. for everyone who's announced so far. So yes. check those out. That's what Nancy was reading during the State yeah, of the that's, Union. Yeah, that's what I think. Yeah. We had a lot of shade looks, like AOC not standing. Like, good for her. I don't even yeah. know why everyone was standing, like, for respect or something. Like, what's that? Yeah. I loved that she was like, I'm just not going to stand for anything except women yeah like i'm only gonna stand if the stand is a troll of the president well that was good um should we get into some of the i mean there were a a lot of things that he said i would say the main themes were like there are immigrants at the border it's a crisis abortion is bad yes um jobs so he called for a wall or a physical barrier which is now the new line uh but he didn't declare a national emergency which i think he's not gonna do now i think he's over it yeah i think he's uh, i think he's like i think the shutdown really freaked him out a little bit and he just kind of wants out of it um he doubled down on pulling out of afghanistan and syria he said great nations do not fight endless wars which like i guess i agree with (laughs) i do i think i like I'm not gonna But like you didn't he didn't mean it. Yeah, I like, mean he doesn't yeah. know anything, but like I'm not gonna shade that sentence. 
Uh, he included some bipartisan proposals on infrastructure, prescription drug cri- prices. He shouted out criminal justice reform, which I truly thought he was going to mention I heard Kim from, Kardashian. I heard from my friends yeah. about this woman, Alice Marie Johnson. I was like, truly, I, I wanted it so bad. I was Same. like, please mention Kim Kardashian in the yeah. State of the Union. Like, I know. Please you let it happen. You would have heard happen. like a gasp from around the world. Yeah. It, it would have been so great yeah i think i would have honestly if it had happened i think i would have levitated three inches off of my couch like just from the sheer energy of the moment like, yeah i'm, I'm with like, you that's right kim kardashian right. was mentioned in the state of the union now i can die but i like to think that it was like in an initial draft and someone some intern was like guys we can't yeah and they were like oh right yeah right this is the presidency um he also mentioned his paid family leave policy which is bipartisan kind of but apparently the policy i haven't looked into it but apparently it's like not really a great yeah paid family no, leave I'm policy sure it's like it's pretty it's like ivanka came up with it right like she just goes and like calls her nanny so yeah exactly it's basically like you can get paid you you get one day of paid family leave and 50 percent off all ivanka trump clothing items like, that's like the <laughs> that's policy the yeah. <laughs> yeah it's like moms get half off on like peplum yeah. tops from ivanka trump. that's like that's like all that ivanka trump.com is <laughs> peplum tops that's and like sensible heels yes exactly yeah. exactly um so the the one thing that he the one policy proposal that he laid out that like just was so really pointless grinds my gears yeah <laughs> is that he said he wants to stop hiv and aids by 2030 now obviously i don't disagree with that as an idea but for you to say that when you've got fucking mike pence sitting behind you who was responsible for an HIV outbreak in Indiana because he once proposed, first of all, he once proposed like funding conversion therapy over HIV treatment. And then he imposed like really harsh laws on needles and needle exchanges that exacerbated the HIV crisis in Indiana, where for a time the rates of infection were exceeding that of New York city, which I mean, we're like the den of, of sin and whatever. <laughs> so whatever. Um, not that any, everyone who has HIV is a sinner, but she's you know obviously I mean. joking. Um, yeah. <laughs> but um, then when he finally did approve of the needle exchange program, begrudgingly after he said that he went home and prayed about it, Oh my God. And God was like, yes, help people who are <laughs> sick. You fucking freak. <laughs> also you can talk to women and he was just like mm, i don't know i didn't hear that last part um he did really, it. it's like hiv was like really making a, a decline and mike pence magically revived it like yeah, that's because, bizarre because all these people were telling him like hey here are all of these like health policies that need to go into place but he didn't want to do them because he didn't want to be seen as helping drug addicts or gay people so anyway he signs this he finally allows needle exchanges but then he goes around and signs a religious discrimination bill that makes it okay for like businesses to turn away gay people so it's just like my i mean tldr is that mike pence fucking sucks yeah (laughs) um, but here's the thing trump when he said that like he doesn't even know no he like the fact like all those details you just went into he doesn't he's never gonna know i I bet if you asked donald trump to tell you one thing about mike pence he absolutely could tell me one fact about mike pence that you can't get from just looking at a photo of him he would have nothing. He would have nothing. He would have nothing. We also just heard that he doesn't read any intelligence briefings. Apparently, he read like seventeen, like out of 
several. Yeah, yeah. I feel like there have probably been a lot in the two years that he's been president. And he's read like 17 of them, which um, is so low. But also, Trump's proposed budgets slash funding for HIV AIDS research. He slashed global programs to scale down HIV AIDS research like abroad. Uh, and his mi- administration has made it easier for healthcare dep- providers to discriminate on based on sexual orientation and has overseen a fall in the rate of insured people. He also tried to get rid of gut pre-existing conditions like protections, which guess what? If you have HIV, that's a pre-existing condition. So it's just like all bullshit. And he's still insulting John McCain for voting against his repeal of Obamacare. Like this week, he said that John McCain's a book bomb. It's like John McCain's dead, bro. Like shut the fuck up. Yeah, exactly. Like it's, I mean, it's, it's also so, and, and he also champions things that would like, defund Planned Parenthood which is a place where people go to get HIV testing and to get their treatment so it's just he doesn't it's know all, that yeah no I mean he doesn't he doesn't no, know anything, anything. <laughs> <laughs> he just knows like I'm Donald Trump and I'm rich like, yeah that's exactly like, <laughs> that's, that's probably honestly what's going on in his mind at all times is just like I'm Donald Trump I'm very rich I'm Donald Trump I'm very rich <laughs> I'm, I'm the best. Yeah, babes. I'm the president. I want. I'm, I'm the president. I'm the most people by Norg region. <laughs> like it's just, okay. That's just running on a loop in his yeah. brain. Okay, so there were a bunch of things that were um, ridiculous. So, like, he claimed that 5 million Americans have been lifted off food stamps accurately or the accurate things to say would be that 3.6 million people have stopped receiving food food stamps because they stopped giving they took them off food stamps <laughs> yeah exactly like a lot of that decline i mean so, like there's a portion of that decline that is just because states imposed harsher restrictions and so the people who would have had food stamps no longer got them right um he said unemployment has reached its lowest rate in half a century. African-American, Hispanic, and Asian-American unemployment have all reached their lowest levels ever recorded. Um, the unemployment rate in December was actually no longer at a 49-year low. So basically, these are old statistics. Uh, now it's ba- basically, now it's just the best it's been since the beginning of 2018. Yeah. <laughs> like, so <laughs> actually, like, it's still okay, but like unemployment has actually gone up. Also, just when you want to speak about like finances and the tax cut, my mom, who was very active on Facebook, has many friends from when she plays Farmville. Mm-hmm. She said that like she's noticed an increase in people who like used to support Trump on her newsfeed, but then they're getting their like tax bills and they're seeing that their taxes are going up and yeah. not down. And she's like, finally, these dumbasses. I've been wondering about when that, that would happen. Yeah, because that's yeah, it's going to start. And then I mean, those are just yeah. the early birds doing their taxes. You know yeah. what I mean? That like I feel like that shit is going to hit the fan with the Republican tax bill. Yeah, it's it's happening. Um, there was, so in, at one point he claimed that the border city of El Paso, Texas used to have extremely high rates of violent crime, one of the highest in the country and was considered one of the most dangerous cities. I don't know if I ever heard that before, but, and now that they have a barrier, aka like a wall, so yeah. they're one of the safest cities. Um, uh, basically, George W. Bush, he was the one who like authorized this barrier in 2006, the one that he's talking about. And from 2006 to 2011, and it, oh, but it, it was built in 2008. From 2006 to 2011, so that's two years before and then like two years-ish after it was like finally built, the violent crime rate in El Paso increased by 17%. And before the wall that they have the physical barrier the smart wall (laughs) started being constructed they were actually the third lowest violent crime rate 
in the city, like among uh, 35 U.S. cities with a population of over 500,000. So it's like it wasn't an extremely high rate of violent crime before. And it increased after the barrier went up. So, yeah, he also continued talking about how so many Americans are killed by lethal drugs across the border, including meth, heroin, cocaine and fentanyl. Okay, again, we have the fact check that most drugs come across the southern border but it comes at points at ports of entry (laughs) or underground tunnels underground tunnels another reason why the wall won't work because of tunnels ridiculous okay he said that he wants to um protect to lower the cost of health care and prescription drugs and protect patients with pre-existing conditions false he tried to repeal that yeah he tried Um, to repeal the affordable care act yeah um, he gutted the individual mandate which makes health insurance more expensive now yeah i don't uh, okay then he went into a whole piece about abortion and okay. like beautiful babies being born yes I so I, when he talks about babies like, i know. it really creeps me out like i feel like he wants to rape the babies like yeah. i can't like i know like, he, it, it has a sexual gross. it has something weird about it like, he has a sexual like when he talks about babies beautiful baby yeah yeah like they're like, beautiful babies like stop commenting on the baby's looks like comment on their intellect yeah <laughs> yeah why don't you say that they're smart babies okay um so only walls are smart (laughs) basically what he he said lawmakers in new york cheered with delight upon the passage of legislation that would allow a baby to be ripped from mother's womb before birth no the legislation in new york which was passed on the anniversary of roe v wade basically allows for an abortion to be performed after 24 weeks according to the practitioner's reasonable and good faith professional judgment based on the facts of the patient's case that the patient like there's an absence of fetal viability or the abortion is necessary to protect the patient's life or health. So it's basically like in extreme circumstances where they're like, this baby cannot survive outside of the womb or you will die in childbirth, giving birth to this baby. That is when they are allowed. Then Trump also went on to say, and then we have the case of the governor of Virginia where he stated he would execute a baby after birth. Now, at this point, I'm like, well, maybe Ralph Northam did say that. <laughs> it is, I, it's his yearbook quote. Yeah, yeah, exactly. He's just like, we should go babies after Fucking birth. Fucking lawless yearbooks. Um, so here's what Northam actually said, which is poorly worded because it's Ralph Northam. And as we have learned, he's not great. He was going to moonwalk during a press conference. Yeah, exactly. He, he doesn't know what's appropriate or what's good to do or what should be in your medical school yearbook or what. So um, he said... Uh, that these abortions would be done in cases where there were severe deformities. There may be a fetus that's not viable. So in this particular example, if a mother's in labor, I can tell you, I can't, can't tell you exactly what would happen. The infant would be delivered. The infant would be kept comfortable. The infant would be resuscitated if that's what the mother and family desired. And then the decision, a discussion would ensue between the physicians and the mother. So that does, it kind of sounds like he's saying like, yeah, he's yeah. saying if that's what the mother and the family desire. Yes, but his office later clarified but, that he was referring to like how they would medically treat the baby, not like and not like well, like assisted suiciding the baby. Right. Well, I think that we know that Ralph Northam is not like blessed when it comes to providing context. So, yeah, you know. Yeah, he's, like, exactly. He almost his context makes things worse. Yeah, so. yeah I'm just like I, honestly, Ralph Northam. If you're gonna stay in office, I think that you need to just be like quiet. Shut. Yeah. Your maybe mouth. your mom, or your your wife, uh, can do all your press conferences. Yeah. I mean, 
what's her name? Wasn't there like a president's wife who like took care did, of yeah. Woodrow Wilson's wife? I yeah, think. who did a lot of things. Yeah, it's like, she just like did everything. Yeah, I'm like maybe we, maybe Ralph Northam can just make his wife the governor because it seems like she's got other than being married to him, it seems like Better she's got judgment. a good head on her shoulders at least to know when it's appropriate to moonwalk, which is now the bar. <laughs> <laughs> okay, the last two things that I thought were like uh, noteworthy. Mm-hmm was when he said if i had not been elected president of the united states we would right now in my opinion be in a major war with north korea it's like i'm glad he said in my opinion yeah because it made it not a lie like yeah, yeah. that is your opinion i guess that is i mean that is like he should just start it's adding in my opinion in everywhere it's it's also funny because it's like no, no what i mean first of all no second of all our entire intelligence community has came out recently and said that north korea is still pursuing its nuclear weapons program and also when we got into the height of tensions with north korea it was because he was tweeting about at kim a nuclear Jong-un. button being a certain size yeah at kim jong-un and calling him rocket man like he the the height the heightened tensions were because of him it's a problem that he started that he sort of fixed but didn't actually fix no because they're still building them yeah it's, it's crazy i mean it's crazy and then the last thing we just wanted to, t- to talk about was when he said he came he busted a rhyme and oh he my said God. shit we didn't write it down uh it was you can't have peace and legislation with uh when there's war, war and, and investigation. investigation he even said it with like that kind of cadence where yes. he was like teaching a kindergarten class like this is how we recite the, the the propaganda kids i keep imagining stephen miller like like weeks over an oil lamp like writing this speech being like this is my greatest speech and then he comes up with this li- that line and he's like quick honey come in and see this but no one answers because he's alone <laughs> <laughs> i love how we like laugh maniacally at stephen miller being alone <laughs> and he's, oh, ha, ha, ha. he's like alone. <laughs> single forever <laughs> That's your curse. (laughs) It's like when people drink the unicorn's blood in Harry Potter and it's like you will live like you will live forever, but a cursed life. A half life. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, I mean, okay. The president was basically threatening that he will start a war and he will not legislate unless they stop investigating him, which like, yeah, he said that a few times. Fine. But like, this was a really badly written speech. Yeah. And like, we're both writers. So (laughs) we can say that. Sammy's written a book. Elise is writing a book. (laughs) Yeah. Like it's, it yeah like things are really badly written like the sentences were constructed poorly like there was you could tell the commas were not placed right there were parts where i felt like he was getting confused by the his way, train like, of thought yeah his train of thought was becoming confused like when he was actually explaining what certain policies were it seemed like he was like reading the words and he was like what also <laughs> even was, he was like i don't know what this means like, also this? there were and like this is someone who can't read yeah but there were also like parts where it was like he would say like one sentence about like paid family leave and then go on like a weird meandering thing about north korea and like those two things don't transition really yeah like keep it it, it just was very very badly yeah. written. he started with d-day and ended with d-day and i think that was like Stephen miller was like yeah that's we'll a literary bookend, device we're gonna bookend it with d-day <laughs> <laughs> honey wait oh shit <laughs> <laughs> oh my god Stephen so miller calling for his non-existent girlfriend is my <laughs> that's a new nuke yeah exactly make a video of that Stephen Miller calling for his <laughs> We just don't have anyone to pay Stephen Miller because we don't know anyone like who looks at Yeah. Um, um, let's do a quick one very small more thing. Um, Elizabeth Warren. Uh, Elizabeth Warren. Like, come on with the fucking Native American shit. Like, <sighs> this is like 
look at this point like you got to drop out there's way more strong candidates than you this is gonna follow you yeah i mean i think she basically it came out that she had previous so she had previously said she had never written like that down that she was like a native american on any forms but then it came out that her state of texas bar registration in april of 1986 had Said, she said that she was Native American or she American even, Indian. Yeah, it's not even that she checked off a box. She wrote in American Indian. Yeah, pen. she had so many times where she could have crossed it out. Yeah. I think, look, I like Elizabeth Warren in the race because I like the policies she puts out and I think that yeah. she's a good influence. But I, I think this, I think this honestly... And I like her, but I I do feel like this stops her from being right. the candidate. She has she has tons of credibility, but like again, just because someone has great ideas and has been a good public servant does not mean that they should be president. Yeah, like you can do great things without being the president. There's like all the other people other than the forty five people yeah. who were president who did that so like those people had an effect on our nation what about like mitch mcconnell why don't you go do something like the opposite of mitch mcconnell like you do like as bad as he is you do something good you don't have to be president to do that it's all i'm i'm happy to have her in the race because i i'm excited to see her in the debates i think she's going to put forth a lot of really thoughtful ideas and conversations that will be adopted by the person who is eventually the candidate yeah but i don't think she's going to be the, the candidate is because a of distraction. this yeah. When you have so many people, you can't have someone who sucks up like a quarter of the news cycle on any given day yeah. with like shit that she did in the 80s like yeah. about like her her ethnicity. Like it offends people who yeah. are progressives. A. Yeah. B. She lied. Not a great look. C. It's just like taking up energy where you could hear good things that Kamala Harris is saying. Yeah. Like you could. It's just. Yeah. No more. Goodbye. Exactly. Just, it's. It's unfortunate because I do love Elizabeth Warren, but it's just like sometimes people have a thing that it's like you can't be president because of it's this fine. Thing. Like not like Alexander has Hamilton doxed himself, as we learned in <laughs> Hamilton the musical. Right. He doxed himself about his own affair, and you're never going to be president. Right. Now. And not everyone <laughs> is meant to be president. Like it's fine. It's okay. God doesn't you want be- everyone to be president. No, God <laughs> only wanted Donald Trump. <laughs> I just like want some I just want someone to say to me God wanted Donald Trump to be president so I can be like but what about Obama exactly that's I feel like it's like that's it is like so do you think that God wanted every president to be president so Obama and Clinton and all of these people like they were all appointed by God or were those the devil's years (laughs) (laughs) that was funny okay I think that brings us to the end yeah we just want to plug one thing so there is a drag brunch coming up this Sunday and your our third co-anchor brian Brian, you know him Mm -hmm. will be one of the people there so yeah so this is a drag brunch co-hosted by everyone's gay everyone's gay is one of our other podcasts Mm -hmm. with brian and our amazing talent the fat carrie bradshaw aka chris Chris burns Burns. so we're having a drag brunch it is this sunday february 10th at toro loco from 1 to 4 p.m there will be bottomless mimosas chris will be performing yes the traveling bum who may many of you may know from instagram will also be there as a special guest so you can either book a reservation for that brunch or you could just show up but you know you may not get a table and then you may not get as many bottomless mimosas yeah because of that it's gonna be really fun you guys it's gonna yeah. be awesome uh and brian will be there so you'll get to see brian you can take pics with him yeah you it, can ask him your questions yeah and if you're not subscribed to everyone's gay yeah that's our great. wonderful lgbt focused podcast but hey if you're straight you can listen to it too no it is it is very interesting yeah and it's it really it's, a, it's a really great pod and they're so fun so um Guys, until the end of democracy, I'm Elise Morales. I'm Sammy Fishbein. And this is the Betches Sup Podcast. Goodbye.
Betches.